Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome to the show. She's been on the show when I'm not here. Uh, when Lamont is hosting, which he's going to be hosting next week. So maybe she'll be back next week too. But I was like, why ain't you been on the show? Because she comments and stuff and we be commenting on this. I was like, come on in on a Friday. She's a criminal defense lawyer, attorney. Attorney Ike Speaks is where you can find her. A-T-T-Y Ike, I-K-I-E Speaks. Akeisha Al-Shabazz. Akeisha Al-Shabazz, welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Esco. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Karen. It is such a pleasure and an honor to be on with you. I am a native New Yorker, so I've been loving you for a long time Aww. since your face was in a little box, right? I'll in that article. Huh? Daily News. Man, that picture, I, I was going to do a Kay Gardella. And if you know, you know, right? Because Kay Gardella was like 99, but she had a picture from the 1940s right. until, until <laughs> she died, right? Her, she had a column in the New York Daily News. Till she died, she had a picture from the 1940s with black and white. I said, that's what I'm going to do. I never right. changed my picture because I'm like, what the hell? You you see me? How I look is how I look. People, whatever, whatever. Uh, my mother hated that, though. She was like, why don't you upgrade the picture? I was like, nope, nope. They'll just be surprised. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well, thank you for reminding me that I'm old. I appreciate that. So listen, listen, um, <clears throat> you, you're out there doing um, attorney work. And I'm just curious because I don't, I, you know, we, we were commenting this week because I had a guest on who was problematic on Wednesday. And, uh, you know, and I know I see you, you do fitness and stuff. Cause she be, she, she right now she's wearing a tank top, like a, a sleeveless uh, outfit. You got a sleeveless, sleeveless dress. Yeah, she out there cause she be showing off. Right. So I'm like, okay, she out there working out. You be doing things. So do you only eat meat and lift no weights and do no cardio? I'm just curious. Is it working for you? <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, I don't eat meat. I'll say that, but that, that has nothing to do with my, my body goals. Right. That's just a health thing for me. Um, I stopped eating red meat when I got pregnant with my oldest son, and he's 27. So I've been off red meat for 28 years. And you've been healthy. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. Wow. Because the guy said and you I, and should I eat a lot of vegetables. Wow. He said no vegetables, all all protein. I said, wait a minute. This don't sound like good advice. Maybe it works who, who for you. Did you have on your show? I'm Liberty? not going to say his name. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not promoting it. <laughs> But then I look at it, so I'm figuring he's like 70, maybe, 75. I was like, okay, maybe it's working for him. So do you mind me asking how old you are? He said 47. I said. (laughs) I looked at my studio audience. I said, man, if you don't get off my good, uh, off Beyonce's internet and with this, (laughs) with off of of Blue Ivy Zoom, if you don't get off the damn thing. And so, but I think I was very nice considering how I was feeling inside about yeah. the information. You but were, you, you, you were, were screaming. Were you were on on the on the Twitters like, "What the hell?" So I was like, "Come on in, let's talk about it." So, what is your regimen? I just want to hear what a healthy lifestyle sounds sure. like. Someone so, uh, first, let me just back up a little bit because I'm I come from uh, bodybuilding, so I was a amateur bodybuilder for five years. But before that, I was just overweight. I was a size eighteen in high school. I was a fat kid, fat kids make fat adults. Um, And so what happened was I looked around after being successful and everything else, you know how we are black women, we can do everything except not be fat. Oh wow! And I was angry about that. And I'm like, why, why we got black girl magic, but we can't control what we put in our mouths. It's the, it's the, it's slavery. Of course, right, right. Can you embarrass? It's slavery. It's always slavery. No, Uh, I mean, listen, um, here's my theory. Here's my theory. So those that survived the Middle Passage, 
right? Mm-hmm. It's a survival because some made a decision to become ancestors. Some survived. You had to survive on little food and water, which right. means just like how, you know, when you, uh, you know, bomb for insects, the next generation of insects are resistant to the thing that you bombed right. them with. So whoever survived those harsh conditions, including being raped, brutalized, having to give birth with no nourishment for six to nine months, then you get on a plantation where you're given entrails and stuff, working from sun up to sun down, expecting to continue to do this work. The next generation now is resistant to uh, hunger in a, in a certain way where the body's like, nope, I'm holding on to this because I don't know when we're not going to eat again. And so I feel like black women in particular have the, um, the uh, gene to hold on just in case. And because we're not picking cotton from sun up to sun down or tobacco or sugar, we're not getting in the exercise to counter the fact that our body wants to hold on to every morsel of fat. That's my theory. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I got to punch at your theory. Cause come I on, come on through Ike. Come I on. And I know it's BS, too. but not right. Really. I, had that, I had that theory too, right? This is our culturally. We are used to being big bone. We expect to be a little thicker. Um, I had that theory too. And I thought initially when I got on the weight loss journey, which was 2010 at that time, I was like a 16 I'm like, okay, I just want to be a 10, a size 10. That's, that's, you know, I can't be smaller than that because I'm, you know, I'm a black woman. And it just started falling off. What I did was I eliminated everything. It's the most racist diet you ever, because this is Foolishness Friday, so we could do this, right? We the could most do it on Monday, diet. shoot. We'll bring this on you Tuesday, too. White. You eliminate everything white. Nothing white. No white bread, no white potatoes, right? So that's French fries. No white pasta, all of those things processing the sugar, right? So you can't just eliminate sugar and then go eat French fries. You can't eliminate sugar and then go eat potato uh, a, a baked potato. Yeah. It's the right. same thing. So I eliminated everything white. And I went from a size 16 to a size four. Oh, wow. How yes. long did that take? October to January. What? Yes. That's not yes. even a lot of months. November, it December. It wasn't even so a lot like of months. like three months. Yes. And you weren't doing what, what else were you doing, Aikisha? I was, doing, I, I, I was, I was focused on this okay. thing here, right? Uh, my diet was tight and I was exercising, strength training, and cardio. Good fat burning cardio. Right? I so, figure if, you, if you're not sweating, then the fat's not melting. That's how I not. look at it. I need to sweat. I, I'm a sweater, right? But the thing with cardio is that there is this, this, uh, threshold, if you will, right? That if you cross that threshold, your body starts doing something different, right? So what the doctor didn't talk about is that threshold. This is like the runners who are um, doing long distance running. You notice that their bodies are long and lanky. Right. They are burning muscle because right. they crashed. They, they've crossed right. the threshold. They cross the threshold. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you don't cross the threshold, you stay in your good power walk, fat burning. It, it feels like you're not doing enough, but you get that good sweat. And that's where you keep your body in this fat burning mode. Baby, that weight falls right off. And then I turned around and I was a size 10. And I was like, what the hey? This is this is crazy. And I kept going. And it was an eight, then a six. And I've been a four for the last 10 years. What? It, yes, it's crazy. Okay. All right. It was never a goal. That was never a goal. Right. But then when I got to the four, I was I didn't have any musculature. Right. That's when I went to a trainer and I was like, huh, can you make me look like that over there? Those girls with the muscles. That's when I got into the bodybuilding. I did that for five years. And now I'm just my regular stuff, regular diet. I just don't eat a lot of processed food. I don't drink anything but water. 
right? I'm not a soda drinker. I might so, have a gin. So no cocaine? You're not, you don't have like any no cocaine? cocaine no, no pussy. No pussy. No pussy. <laughs> <laughs> right. No cocaine drinks. Uh, you know, because they all have sugar. That's the problem. I don't want to sound like Rick James, but more cocaine and pussy for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rod. Um, right. I'm not, listen, I'm not here to, uh, d- discourage you from doing whatever makes you happy. Cause life is short. So there's that too. That's our other excuse. I don't know how long I'm going to live. So I might as well eat this <laughs> peach cobbler and drink this, <laughs> this Hennessy or excuse me, this uncle nearest. Uh, and let me apologize again. Y'all missed the deadline for the, um, <laughs> to get your single barrel. Cause I gave the wrong date out. Sorry, but uh, I tried to correct it and it didn't work. I hope Idaho is not number one. All right, we are here. <laughs> there are a lot of legal cases. I don't care about Trump. I, I feel like out of the 78 indictments and charges right. against him, he should go to jail. It still is not going to prevent him from being president because we have a, a stupid country that will right. allow somebody to serve, even though it's never happened. They didn't d- discount it, which you, you would think the founding fathers would go, let's just uh, put in this. You know, if you go to jail, you, you shouldn't be right. president ever. Right. Now, they, they didn't put, put in, that in. They put something in, but it doesn't have anything to do with jail. It's just basically if you're an insurrectionist or to that effect. But even that, the Congress has to move to disqualify him. And we don't yeah. have the numbers to do that. Yeah. Right. And I think all the federal indictments, you know, whoever the next uh, Republican president will just pardon him on those. The state case in New York is an E felony. That's not a jail case. And we don't know what Fannie Willis is doing. So right now, Donald Trump is looking good to me. He got money. I don't know. You're right. So I'm. I'm. A, I'm. A, I feel. I feel like bad days are coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I know this thing gonna end well. I'm trying to be as optimistic as possible, y'all. But I see into the future, and it's like y'all. Y'all gonna f around and vote for Cornell West? Go ahead and do that and see what happens. Go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, eight six six and not anything. Brother West is a nice man. Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Pay your child support. So anyway, there are a lot of cases. Tory Lanes is out there. Um, yes. um, he shot Megan the Stallion. It's, can I say alleged? Because has no, he been convicted? He got convicted. He was convicted. Okay, I just want right. to be sure. I don't want. I want no Cardi B situations. Right. In my life, I am not Tasha <laughs> K. Can't see the oh, show. So um. Yeah, so he was convicted of shooting Megan, Megan the Stallion, and now what's happening with him? So he's up for sentencing Monday after a number of delays in his sentencing and different attorneys and sentencing memos and appeals to get the judge recused, which none of that worked. I think those lawyers were charging this guy per page. They were like, <laughs> hey, you know, we need to file something else. And he's like, okay, how much? No. So... The prosecutor submitted a memo to the judge saying that their recommended sentence uh, out of the 22 years and eight months that he's facing, they recommend he get 13 years, right? Mm -hmm. So his lawyers then it's their turn to present their sentencing memo. These clowns, and I'm going to say clowns because that's my opinion. These clowns recommend that he get probation. For shooting a person? Hello? And then they said he'll do well on probation i'm sorry he didn't do well on pre-trial release he didn't do well then right right so uh we'll see what's going to happen monday my prediction yes he's going to give him 10 10 years okay so he is 
You think he's going to get 10 years. So Tory Lanez was born uh, in 1992, July 27th, just had a birthday. He's 31. So he has time to get out and with good behavior. 10 will be what, eight? Seven? Maybe. He, they might even release him early for deportation, right? Because then... Oh, this, he's not he, from here. He's from Canada. Right. Over the weekend. Yeah, him so and the he, weekend should go hang out somewhere. They should make and a find song a bathroom. Together. Yeah, they should find a bathroom. <laughs> and go ahead with that. Uh, his real name is Daystar Shimwell Shua Peterson. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. how he got to Tory Lanes, but... Mm. What do I know? Okay, so that uh, his mother's from Curacao, his father's Bayesian and a little bit uh, off. And uh, he was born in Brampton, Ontario, which is in Canada. And yeah, so they're going to, de- are they going to deport him? You think they're going to deport him? He, it's a deportable offense, right? Okay. So it's possible. It's very now, possible. Will, will he, he have to serve time in Canada? Will that sentence so transfer the thing about our country is typically we require that you serve your time here and then we deport you because we don't have anything better to do with our money but that just shows you how build how big the prison industry is in driven by money right because why wouldn't we deport you and have you serve your 10 years over there or right. your your 20 years or your life or whatever right um, but yeah no we make you so, do so why t- i mean as a criminal defense attorney Ikeisha. Aikisha's here. Aikisha Al Shabazz. Were you always were you born Aikisha Al Shabazz or did you arrive at that? Okay. I shout, was. Out. My shout out to your 5%. family. Oh, five yeah. percent? Five percent? Five percent. Peace to the gods and Come on. <laughs> you were born underwater with three dollars and six dimes. You better come on through, Aiki. Yes. <laughs> she was she was all in it. I love let me just say, um, shout out to the five percent nation. Peace. Um I just feel like there's so much in our community that we don't, you know, we don't talk about. It's like we got secret societies left and right. And I love it. And, and now that you're a lawyer, I'm like, oh, this could be interesting. Okay. So coming into this criminal justice space, I imagine you, you wanted to be a criminal justice lawyer, a criminal justice defense lawyer for the justice part of it, because there's so many Khalif Browders out there. Absolutely. Since I was 10. So I grew up, well, the back, a little backstory, I grew up in South Jamaica, Queens, 40 projects. We, we get some people to call in about 40 projects, right? So 40 projects was notorious for gangs and drugs and all of the things, right? All of the things, as Karen said. Um, but it also had the sense of community and fostering and love and kindness that nobody knows about, right? Unless you were there. Right. And so what I was saw, that was that during the time with Fat Cat Supreme yes, Tommy Mickens? Absolutely. During that time. And I, I could we could go down that rabbit hole. But <laughs> that's that's another I, little, little um little little n- known thing. Um, I spent some time with Tommy Mickens while he was in jail. I didn't spend time with him, but we were talking. I was working on a project with him. Uh, really nice, uh, affable young man. Of course, a uh, convicted drug, drug dealer. Uh, but the things he was doing in the community, and this is this becomes the the you know, the the pretzel that we have to twist ourselves, and that we don't actually spend a lot of time. Because for us, it's just natural to to both understand. Yes, this is really bad for the community. At the same time, uh, the options, and I'm not even making excuses, but I'm just saying, like we leave space for people who put a grocery store and, and, you know, cleaning and, 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 uh, fund the kids, you know, little league and, and the basketball teams and make sure everybody has uniforms, everybody's fed. And there's some sort of security system. He wasn't Nino Brown is my point. Like it's, 
weird. I'm not going to say, I'm going to say less about Fat Cat. I don't know where he is. But so, um, so you grew up in that era, which is crazy. Yeah. The heyday, crack, 80s. I'm, I'm 51. So yeah, that, that was, that was everything, you know, shaping and molding and me watching the interaction between the police and, and just, you know, being a kid, I couldn't even hang out in front of my own building. The police are like, Hey, that's trespassing. I'm like, trespass. I live here. You know what I mean? So having seen that, I always wanted to be an attorney. It wasn't a straight journey, though. I'll tell you that. It wasn't straight at all. I went away to college, went to Bennett College, HBCU. Please, child, for so many people down there, they was like, you got to go. <laughs> you got to go. Oh. I had fist fights. Like, I, I, I'm going to apologize right now to all the, the Bennett Bells who was down there in 1990 because it was rough. I think was just hooking off. You were just hooking off on people. Just no, just, just smack, 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 oh, smack. Wow! At the drop of a hat, I had a serious chip on my shoulder back then. I wasn't hearing it. You said what? What you say? <laughs> so, what? How, how did you work through that? They put me in a room by myself. Eventually, there's like no roommate for her, right? And so oh. by the end of that semester, I was like, I'm not going to come back, and that, and I left. So I left after one semester had been it. I was one of the smartest students there, but I had a one point something GPA because I was fighting, right? So I left there and I couldn't get into anywhere else at, with that GPA. So I learned how to do nails. I took a trade. And then I, then I got into BMCC. BMCC was like, we will take your raggedy behind. You can come and heal. Went there for one semester, got my GPA up, transferred to John Jay. Now I'm in the school I want to be in. Criminal justice, get pregnant, got to drop out. Go on welfare. I'm like, oh, what? I want to be a statistic. Where's the book? Like you say book, less. <laughs> Black Girl Slim. Part of the book, uh, the book coming is My Life in Crime. That's the one I'm working on. Okay. Right? The My Life in Crime, uh, which details my, my story from the projects to the prosecutor's office, right? From, from the projects and, to the know. prosecutor. I like, all right, say less. I need you to say less. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.